welcome to episode 19 of From the Front Porch, a collection of conversations on books, small business, and life in the South. I'm Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in downtown Thomasville, Georgia. Today, I'm joined by my husband, attorney, and basketball aficionado, Jordan Jones. We will be discussing some literary bracketology in honor of March Madness, one of our favorite times of the year. So, let's get started. Hello, Jordan. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Um, Welcome back to the podcast. Glad to be here. Um, This is your second episode to record with us, and we are doing something pretty fun. We're recording from our home to talk about March Madness. It's a serious thing around here, I'll tell you that. March Madness is a big deal. It's been a big deal since we started dating. It was a big deal in my family growing up, and then I like to say that I introduced Jordan to the bracket part of March Madness. Um, And tonight, or while we're recording this, we're not going to be focusing on the college basketball aspect of March Madness. Instead, we're going to be focusing on out-of-print clothing companies, March Madness book bracket. So this is something um, out of print clothing, which does those vintage looking book cover t-shirts and things like that. We sell some of them at the bookshelf. Um, Every year they do a March Madness book bracket, and this is their fifth year to do it. And I thought it would be fun for me and Jordan to share our picks. Uh, So, Jordan, do you want to get started? Yeah, let's get started. Okay, so let me give a disclaimer that neither Jordan nor I has really looked at this bracket for an extensive period of time. So Jordan's going to be getting these choices um, just kind of off the cuff. I'm terrified that I've never even read any of these books. I will warn you that I have looked at the bracket and we may come across as illiterate. (laughs) (laughs) If you come across as illiterate, then I'm really in trouble. I'll tell you that. Um, Okay, so we're going to get started. The um, book bracket, we will post a link to it in our show notes. Um, Voting has already begun on um, picking for the out-of-print book bracket, but um, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. Uh, We're going to get started with what they're terming the New York Public Library uh, side of the bracket. So we're going to start in, if you want to visualize. So is this like a quadrant? Yeah. the New York library like, like the West or the Midwest? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Um, that's right. So Jordan's really familiar with the basketball bracket. This is set up exactly the same way. So the winner of the quadrant is going to get to the final four. That's right. The winner of each of the four parts. Okay. That's right. right. Okay. So let's get started. First up, <clears throat> Nancy Drew, Secret of the Old Clock versus Alice in Wonderland. Oh, that that is a hard one. Is um, it? I don't know if it is. I, well, I think it's a hard one. You know, to be honest, I, I did not grow up reading Nancy Drew, although oh, I sure. am familiar with the genre, and I really do appreciate the genre. But Alice in Wonderland, um, this is going to sound strange coming from a guy, but this is a book that really changed my life. Uh, I remember reading this I think in fourth or fifth grade and not being able to put it down and, and it clearly was the unabridged version uh, and so I was very proud of myself <laughs> for reading a full book and I could not put it down and that is the moment that I learned that I was a, kind of a dreamer, kind of a, an in, an intuitive person, uh, so, someone who kind of has his head in the clouds and likes mystical things. So I'm going to have to go with Alice in Wonderland because of what it, the impact it made on my life. Yeah, I am a Nancy Drew fan, a huge Nancy Drew fan, but Nancy versus Alice, I think you've got to go with the classic. I think you've got to go with Alice. All right. All right. Watership Down versus Catch-22. 
Mm, I'm going to let you start this one. Okay, and here's where we show our <laughs> illiterate. <laughs> okay, so nobody gasped, but I've actually never read either one of these books. I'm so sorry to say. Um, but I'm going to go with Catch-22 because of the customer comments that we get about this book. I'm going to go with Catch-22 because it actually became a phrase <laughs> that we still use today. Fair enough. Unless it was a phrase before and the book was I'm, I'm gonna after I'm, I'm going to say that the book started the phrase. And so as a Cinderella... Catch-22 moves on. All right. Animal Farm versus Corduroy. Mm. I'm going to have to go with Animal Farm. Um, I remember in college seeing this, uh, the, the, yeah, the, play. the live production of it. Unbelievable. All kinds of interesting themes about government and how um, how problems can occur when, when certain types of people govern or when there's a certain type of of leader in power, I'm going to have to go with Animal Farm because of the the depth of it. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you there. I love Corduroy, and I have a heart for children's books, but Animal Farm um, has a lot of depth that you can't really ignore. All right, so, so far we're in agreement. What about The Handmaid's Tale versus A Tree Grows in Brooklyn? Again, I'm going to defer. <laughs> I can tell in Jordan's face when it's going to be my turn. I'm going to let you win the tip-off on this one. Okay, so I love a tree grows in brooklyn and this to me is a cl- it's a it's not just a classic to me i think it's a classic um across the board but um i actually read it for the first time as an adult so this wasn't a book i read as a kid um but instead it's some children's literature classic children's literature that i read as a grown up as a part of a book club and i fell in love with this book and with the main character and with her love of reading and um to me there's you know, it's up there with Little Women or Anne of Green Gables, maybe even better because um, the main character just has to really um, kind of fight for her for her identity. So I'm going to go with A Tree Grows in Brooklyn on this one. You know, some, t- some years when I fill out my bracket, um, it gets down to crunch time and I have not researched the team thoroughly and what I do. Uh, I pay 10 bucks and consult the experts. I get a special ESPN deal. And I'm going to go with the expert, who is my wife, and um, fill that one in on my bracket the way she said it. Do I get 10 bucks? No. <laughs> okay. You already won 50 for winning the, the yeah. bracket challenge. Should we insert really quickly? So in our household, March Madness takes on some monetary value in that we compete for $50 um, in our home. And so we... When you're going to be listening to this, March Madness will probably be well underway, probably round two or three. And we have just finished round one, and I have already beat Jordan soundly. Let me let me clarify. We're, we're past the first weekend at this point, so we're in the Sweet 16. My wife filled out as good of a bracket as I've ever seen. She Though I have won before. Let's she, not act like I've never she's won. She's won a handful of times. Uh, before She picked Georgia State, a 14 seed this year, and... Two of her regions only had one miss through the Sweet 16. So what can I, I, say? I had a good bracket this year, but she had an exceptional bracket. You know bracket. what? And I didn't spend 10 bucks on ESPN Insider. Yep, yep. I called my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Again, asking a different, different type of expert. True, true. All right, so we've got A Tree Grows in Brooklyn going on. All right, this is a good one, I think. A Wrinkle in Time or In Cold Blood? Ooh. Um... In Cold Blood is is a book, uh, or well, I should say the, uh, a movie. I, I, I watched I watched the movie In Cold Blood, and I also watched um, the movie about Truman Capote and and his 
real life the real life story of his inspiration for it and it blew me away so uh, on that alone I'm gonna have to go with In Cold Blood yeah we actually so I read In Cold Blood one summer a couple years ago and I love it I mean it's just the foundation of true crime but even that kind of belittles it a little bit it was just such good um just gripping well gripping and it as a journalism major it had journalistic (laughs) elements but I also um had literary inferences. It, I don't know. It was just a really well-written um, account and a, a little bit of fiction mixed with journalism. I mean, it's a true story, but you know he took some literary license. Uh, it's fantastic. And so after I read it one summer, um, we watched In Cold Blood, and we also watched Capote starring Philip Seymour Hoffman. And, yeah, I'm going to go with In Cold Blood as well. All right, this is going to be a tough one, and I'm mm. going to go ahead and make you go first. Mm. Jane Eyre or The Naked Lunch? Sometimes I've found that when you're honest and <laughs> acknowledge your foolishness in front of other people and don't try to be too proud, it makes you more likable. So I'm just going to go ahead and admit that I've never heard of The Naked Lunch. And... Jane Eyre is a movie that my sister used to rent from the library. So I'm going to, in a nod to Juliana, I'm going to pick uh, Jane Eyre. I'm going to go with Jane Eyre on this one, too. Um, this is our manager, Rebecca's favorite book of all time. I think she's watched multiple movie renditions. We showed the latest um, adaptation um, at the Bookshelf Film Society last month. Um, I'm going to go with Jane Eyre, too. So far, we haven't disagreed on any, have we? No, that's that's amazing. That's kind of how our brackets turned out. Which, by the way, that's why she's beaten me through the second no round excuses. is because we had so many of the same picks in the final four this year, uh, and and I lost a few in the first round, and, and no I, I got hosed. So. All right, all right, two more in this um, in this side of the bracket. We've got a Clockwork Orange mm. and Mind of My Mind. <clears throat> I'm going to let you start this one. All right. I'm going to go with A Clockwork Orange um, because it's controversial and a classic and people reference it all the time. It's had movie adaptation and um, lots of commentaries written about it. I'm going to go with A Clockwork Orange. I'm going to have to honestly go against A Clockwork Orange here. I'm, I'm, I'm going against it because I think it is extremely unsettling <laughs> and it scares me. <laughs> all right. So you're going to go with Mind of My Mind. Yes. All right. That's our first little disagreement. Um and last but not least, Adventures of Tom Sawyer versus The Raven. Ooh, two. I know, and I'm a little... Is that, that's a poem. I'm making sure I'm reading that correctly, The Raven, because I would just not categorize... I mean, I would... It, yeah, that's, that's hard. It's a classic. not poetry, but... I'm going to have to go with Adventures of Tom Sawyer. It's, it's just too good. It's just too good. American to the core. I mean, I guess The Raven is, too. Um... I I um, loved Tom Sawyer growing up as a, as a kid. I thought it was a great um, movie, not movie book, and then it was a movie. <laughs> yeah, let's not. <laughs> uh, what what I was trying to say is, I also saw the production Big River um, at the Shakespeare Festival. The, the in Alabama the, the play, so that was unbelievable. Um, the Raven. I, I went to Edgar Allan Poe's home and took the ghost tour. You know, with the um, with the scary reading, and that was amazing. But but I'm gonna have to go with Tom Sawyer. It's just too American, too too classic, too too fun for me. Yeah, I like Adventures of Tom Sawyer for this one. Although I hope Huck Finn is somewhere else on this bracket because that is my preferred yeah um, preferred choice. But okay, 
Um, then let's quickly go through and kind of knock this down to the final four. We're just going to complete one segment of the bracket before moving on. Okay. All right, so we've got then Alice in Wonderland versus Catch-22. I'm going to have to go with Alice in Wonderland. It, may, it just meant too much to me as, a, as an elementary school student. I'm going to go with Alice in Wonderland, too. Um, Alice in Wonderland then moves forward. Next we've got all right, Animal Farm versus A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. I'll let you go ahead. Well, I would pick, personally, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn um, because of what it means to little girls and young women. And I'm going to go with A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. Uh, well, you know, as much as I like Animal Farm, I'll, I'll defer on this one. You'll defer. All right. That's surprising, but okay. Isn't that surprising? Um, then we've got In Cold Blood versus Jane Eyre. I'm going to have to go with In Cold Blood. I'm, I'm a lawyer, and it was, it was just fascinating to me to see how Truman Capote wrote this book. He went to the prison where this murderer was housed. He kind of deceived the murderer into thinking he was on his side, and then the book came out, and it was um, yeah, certainly true. not in favor of the murderer. It was just, it was just incredible how manipulative the it, at least the movie made Truman Capote look when he went and interviewed the murderer and you know, he would do anything to get the story. You know, that was what he wanted. It's he wanted great. the story. That's why I love it for the journalistic, I right. don't know. And the, and it just brings about an interesting conversation between journalism and literature. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with In Cold Blood as well. Although, in the grand scheme of literature, ugh, Jane Eyre might be the real winner. Um, Agreed. But I personally am going to vote for In Cold Blood. Sorry, Rebecca. That's, I know. Sorry. Yeah. Rebecca's probably listening cring- cringing. Um, and then, let's see, Clockwork Orange versus Tom Sawyer in my bracket. In yours, it would be Mind of My Mind versus Tom Sawyer. I think we're both probably on the same page here. Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer. This is one of those where you, you realize that a first-round pick, Doesn't you're not going to advance it. it and so you, you don't even care what that pick is. So, um, yeah, Tom Sawyer. Okay. This is going to get harder as we keep going because I'm trying to keep track. Um all right, let's do Alice in Wonderland versus A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. I would go with Alice in Wonderland again. I, I would too. Okay. All right, Alice in Wonderland. She's so is she in the Elite Eight? Yeah, she's okay. moving on. All right. All right, then deservedly. we've got... Yeah, deservedly so, yeah. Um, then we have... Let's see. Mm. <laughs> we have In Cold Blood versus Tom Sawyer. Hmm. Tom Sawyer would be my pick for that. Me too. Again, I guess at some point you have to pick for for literature. I yeah. mean, I, I do love In Cold Blood, but I'm going to go with Tom Sawyer as well. All right, then we're down um, to now we're at the Elite Eight, I guess. Alice in Wonderland versus Tom Sawyer for the final four. As much as I love Alice in Wonderland, I think Tom Sawyer means more to American culture and means more to literature. And um, I'm going to have to go with... Uh, all right, and there's, there's where I'm going to disagree with you because I think Huckleberry Finn is going to be somewhere down here, and I prefer Huckleberry Finn, so I'm going to go with Alice in Wonderland. We could have an all-Twain final. Oh, that sounds dull. Is that dull? That's that like having sounds... two teams from the same conference. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I mean, I love Mark Twain, but there's let's, let's be a little different. Okay, so now we're moving on to what they, the out-of-print clothing has termed ro- the Royal Library. 
I do not know what that means because these books are still mostly American writers. I think there's a few others. But anyway, for whatever reason, the Royal Writer, the Royal Library, I mean, bottom left of your bracket if you're visualizing, if you're a visual person. Um, go tell it on the mountain versus where the wild things are. I like where the wild things are. Yes. It's just, it's just a, no contest. Yeah. No, where the wild things are by far. Tale of Two Cities, Lord of the Flies. Mm. Oh, you're uh, thinking about this one. Tale of Two Cities is so classic, but Lord of the Flies is so Lord of the Flies. Interesting. Okay, fine. We'll go. We'll go. <laughs> Lord of the Flies. Yes. Um, okay, Dracula or Song of Solomon. Hmm. I'm gonna go with Dracula because there's there's so much there's so much perversion of the vampire today. I'm gonna go oh, with the classic that's a vampire. Good reason. Um, and I'm going to go with Song of Solomon. Uh, okay, here's a. Th- I think this will be a tough one. Gone with the Wind or The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes. Oh wow. <sighs> Being from Alabama, I'm gonna have to say Gone with the Wind. Ah, and I'm going to say Sherlock Holmes. Well, have we agreed at all? Uh, we agreed on Lord of the Flies and where the wild things are. We okay, disagreed right. okay, twice. Right. That seems like a lot. <laughs> all right. Marriage is falling apart. <laughs> yeah, Sherlock Holmes, I mean, I understand. And let me tell you, there are customers who come in still raving about Gone with the Wind. I mean, I think it means a lot to people. Right. And there's some... It's like, a cultural thing. Well, and I know, too, one of my best friends growing up, her mother read that to her, like, when she was in the third grade. Like, it's a... For a lot of people, I think it's a childhood memory, mm-hmm. even though it's a heavy book. Yeah, um, very. I do think, at least I've had, actually, so not only have I had my best friend, but several women come in the store and they talk about it with their mothers. And I think it's interesting because um, my one of my Gone with the Wind experiences was um, it, it re-released, I don't know, sometime when I was in high school, like re-released in the theaters, the movie adaptation. And my grandmother took me and my cousin to see it. And it's long. It is a long movie. Like, it has an actual intermission that we, you know, left the theater and then came back. And um, so, I don't know. It's got a familial thing, but I but I would still have to go with Sherlock Holmes. Fair enough. All right. Invisible Man versus Walden. Why don't you start us off on this one? Walden, all the way. I love... Oh, my gosh. I just... Okay, I love... Henry David Thoreau, I love Ralph Waldo Emerson, Louise May Alcott, all of these, um, now I'm forgetting the word, but all of this whole group of writers that came up out of that Boston, Concord, Massachusetts area, and I have been to Walden Pond, and it these was like... These people that just want to live out by themselves, is that what you're telling me? Yes. These introverts? Yes, yes, and they, I have been to Walden Pond, and it was like... It was almost a religious experience. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful. Yeah. And so I'm going to have to go with Walden by far. Okay. I'll agree with you. Can I agree? Yeah. Um, Madeline versus the Bell Jar. I, look, we love our bread and we love our butter and we love each other. So I go with Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go with Madeline? Yeah. You know, that's so tough. I think the Bell Jar. I don't know, it's kind of an iconic book, and maybe 
move forward feminist literature. I'm gonna go with the Bell Jar, but I love. I do how love. How you pick against the nuns? I do love Madeline the nuns are great. and the redheaded heroine. I know. Yeah. I don't know. Talk you out of Ooh, this one. That's tough. Okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my original pick. Okay, I think this one's tough too. Uh, the Old Man in the Sea versus Frankenstein. That is hard. Hmm. I read The Old Man in the Sea when I was probably in sixth grade. Really? I read that in yep. 10th grade. I was old. Yeah, I was in middle school. Um, and and I tell you, the, the thing that was interesting about that book, it was such a simple story. It's basically about one guy and a fish, but it was so captivating to me. So I'm going to have... It, it made an impact on me. The, the fact that you can have a book or a story about one character in a boat out by himself and that's basically the story that that's pretty impressive um mr hemingway so i'll I'll give that to you yes old man in the sea by far i um i really actually enjoy hemingway and so i am going i agree with you i'm going to go with old man in the sea the last uh set of games in this bracket is brave new world versus good night moon Ooh. i know Good Night Moon was a special book to me as a child. I think it's uh, a special book to a lot it's of the people. Red, the Red Balloon. I'm going to go with Good Night Moon. Good Night Moon. Me too. Again, mostly because I have a, I don't know, a heart or a penchant for children's literature. Um, and I know Brave New World is this huge, I don't know, people rave about it. And I get that. But, but what would you rather, here's the thing, what would you rather go to sleep to? <laughs> what, what, what is less terrifying Brave New World or Good Night Moon? Well, sure. I don't know that that's what you choose your final pick eh, on. But, I'm gonna, but I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing. I'm going to go with Good Night Moon as All well. Right. All right. Then I've got to look at this bracket. Um, Where the Wild Things Are versus, for you, A Tale of Two Cities. For me, Lord of the Flies. Um, I would go with Where the Wild Things Are. I think I would still, too. It's iconic kids' literature. And kids are still reading it and loving it, yeah. which I think is awesome. It's multi-generational. All right, then we've got you. This is where we disagreed a little. You have Dracula versus Gone with the Wind, and I have Song of Solomon versus Sherlock Holmes. I'm gonna have to advance Gone with the Wind. Mm. And I'm ooh, I'm gonna have to do Sherlock, which means we still disagree a little bit. You might be right about you might be on to Gone with the Wind. You might be right about that. Maybe on to something. Okay. Um, then we've got Walden versus either Madeline or the Bell Jar. I'm going to go ahead and advance Walden. You have okay, Madeline. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm an extrovert, so I'm going to go with Madeline. Madeline, I mean. Oof. Oof. Minus Mad- 10 points for mispronouncing well, the little girl's southerners name. Southerners say Madeline. Mm, Madeline. No, no, no it should be Madeline. It's yeah, Madeline. Madeline. Okay. Um, and Just then, edit over that. Uh, the, we, yeah, I don't know how to do that. Okay, Old Man in the Sea versus Good Night Moon. Old Man in the Sea. Yeah. All right. Then we've got Where the Wild Things Are versus uh, Gone with the Wind or Sherlock Holmes. Gone with the Wind. Yeah, I'm going to let you have that one. Eight. All right, so you've got Gone with the Wind. And I would have put Where the Wild Things Are. I would let um, Sherlock Holmes go there. But, okay. Um, and then we've got Walden versus Good Night Moon. That's for you, right? I didn't advance Walden. You, uh, what did you advance? Madeline. Yeah. Madeline. 
So I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna advance Goodnight Moon. Okay, and what are my two? Goodnight Moon versus Madeline. Goodnight Moon. Yeah, Goodnight Moon for me too. All right, then it's Goodnight Moon versus Where the Wild. The nope, Goodnight Moon versus Gone with the Wind. I'm gonna have. To, so this is for the final four. Final four. Gone with the Wind. What? Yeah. I'm going to pick Goodnight Moon. People are still picking that out for baby books. There are thousands of children's books, and I still... And we, we I feel like I pride myself on picking oh, I know what kind of book you like. children's <laughs> literature, and people still pick Goodnight Moon. Because it's... I mean, for good reason. It's I'm not complaining. It's, it's, yeah, it's but that, that would advance the final four as a bookseller. People buy more copies of Goodnight Moon than they do Gone with the Wind. Fair enough. I, I can see that. All right. People are going to start to get impatient because we're at 24 minutes. <laughs> All right, bear with us, podcast listeners. This one might go a few minutes long. you got to see who wins. You can't just turn us off. I know, and don't you? I love hearing people debate their favorite yeah, things, yeah. but maybe that's just me. All right. You're, you're unique. So <laughs> That is true. Um, so in the top right corner of the bracket, we've got the British Library. Um, again, I like how these are organized. Well, like, I think they're just or, organized by famous libraries, which I think is fun. But the categories don't seem to have too much to do with the library themselves. So, oh, okay. Right. So these are again, this is not just British literature. If you're confused at home, um, we've got Shakespeare in every. I would advance Shakespeare every time. Well, I think there is one of those here. Okay, so here okay. we go. Treasure Island versus Olivia. Treasure Island. By far, uh, you know, so what I'm looking at um, to help us go through these is John Green. Author John Green did a bracket. He, like, was their big author guest mm. host. And he moved Olivia forward, which I thought was an interesting... That's interesting. Treasure Island, I, that's another book that I read as a As a kid, schooler. right? And yeah. it sticks with you. Yeah. Very, Those books uh, you read who's as a the, kid. Who's the character, the kind of crazy guy? Um, the old guy? You should never have brought it up. I shouldn't have because now I'm gonna. I know. Everybody's gonna say. You don't everybody, know what everybody in their car is yelling at the radio. Right yeah. Now. Okay. Well. Hmm, wow. We okay. Catcher in the Rye versus Atlas Shrugged. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished Atlas Shrugged, um, and it is the watershed libertarian manifesto. So I'm gonna have to go with Atlas Shrugged. I certainly don't agree with everything in it, but. Um, Boy, no one lays it out like, like Ayn Rand does. And I'm falling asleep just listening to you talk about it. So I am going to go with, of course, the American classic, The Catcher in the Rye. Um, this was, quote-unquote, young adult literature before YA literature was even a thing. Um, mm. I'm going to go with The Catcher in the Rye. A friend of mine and I used to debate what was the great American novel, Catcher in the Rye or To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm. If you know me, you know my answer to that question. Um, but Catcher in the Rye, J.D. Salinger, I cannot. I love his short stories, Banana Fish. I just can't. It, okay, Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, he fills up the classic uh, section at someone's bookstore that I know. Because... I I have to I so and I look I appreciate Ayn Rand for what she writes I enjoyed Anthem Atlas Shrugged I cannot so Catcher in the Rye for me uh, Hamlet versus Ender's Game Hamlet no contest <laughs> you know I didn't know Hamlet was going to be on here Hamlet I'm big into Shakespeare um, I've yeah. read many of his plays comedies and tragedies Hamlet is my favorite out of all of them. All right, Little Women versus Wuthering Heights. Little Women. I am surprised. Okay, so I know Little Women can be. Have you read it? 
Sorry to call you no, out. No, you are calling me out. Um, I I have seen the movie, the, you know, the old movie. Which old movie? The mm. real old movie starring Ooh. Elizabeth Taylor? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the role. Well, all movie. right. We'll yeah. give you props for that. You get points for that. Okay. So, Little Women. I understand that some people. And yes, when you read it as, a, as an adult, and when you read it with your, you know, literary criticism hat on, yes, it's a little moralistic. It's a little. Yeah. The I'm, best. The best part was that something about burning books. I cannot. <laughs> Amy March. I still. If your name is Amy, I'm so sorry. I'm immediately biased against you. I can't help it. Um, because of what? Okay. Because of what this book did to me as a child, which I think we've brought up a lot tonight, which goes to show that the books you read as a kid really stick with mm-hmm. you. I first read Little Women when I was eight years old, and I stayed up late reading it, so I would hide in my closet. Which was not a walk-in walk-in closet. It what was a like, rebel! You hid in your closet, stayed up late, and read a please book. Please let me describe this to you. It was like two bifold doors. Like this wasn't a walk-in closet. So I had to scrunch up and sit on top of my shoes, and I would read with a flashlight. And spoiler alert, though, really, if you haven't read Little Women, there is, there is no hope for you. But I threw. Not only did I, I teared up when Sweet Beth died. But I threw the book across the room because of Lori and Amy. And then, of course, Amy Burning Joe's book, I just have held a grudge for years. So Little Women has stuck with me through years. It, it's got re-readability. Um, Little Women. Little Women by far. The Wizard of Oz versus The Outsiders. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and say I'm going to go with The Outsiders. I agree. I'm I'm not a big fan of the Wizard of Oz. It, it, it's a good. You use it as a teaching. It's tool. it's a great teaching tool to understand the four different types of personalities that there are in the world. But I just don't. I've never been impressed with it. Yeah, I. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go with the Outsiders. All right, To Kill a Mockingbird versus Of Mice and Men. To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh classic, yes. Why are we even talking story about of a, it? Of, of a lawyer with a conscience trying to save his own soul. Uh, and the soul of um, all those in his city. Lolita versus Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Web. Oh, man. Charlotte's Web. I, Charlotte's Web, growing up, one of the very first books I was ever exposed to. Um, my, my mom read it to my sister and me. We were very little. Um, but, man, it was so emotional to me as a little child, as a first grader. It was so emotional to me. Um it, you know, when you, you get enmeshed with these characters, you start really loving them, and then in the end, Charlotte dies, and, um, you know, she sends her next generation into the world, and the and her, her children go, and then there are always some that stay with, with Wilbur, um, but really an, an emotional read for me. Now, to this day. I haven't read it in a while. Oh, I'm sure. Be. I'm sure it still would be. Yeah, I'm a little torn between Lolita and Charlotte's Web, but I think it's pretty clear that you and I both have a bias toward children's literature. Yes. So, so I think we're, I'm going to go with Charlotte's Web as well. Some pig. All right. I know why the caged bird sings, or their eyes were watching God. What do you think? I'm going to go with their eyes were watching God. I would agree with you on that one. All right. All right, let's go through them. Now we're going back. We're going to eliminate some more. Here we go. Treasure Island versus The Catcher in the Rye or Atlas Shrugged. So wait, what am I picking between? You're picking between Treasure Island and Atlas Shrugged. Oh, that's hard. That, that's it, the hardest decision I've made yet. 
It is. In your life or just... I've had a very easy life. I haven't had any <laughs> hard decisions. Um, I don't think you, it's that you, hard. You go first. Well, it's your bracket. You have your own bracket. Oh, well, that's true. You, you, you pick first. I'm, gonna well, I'm going with Ketra in the Rye. Mm, what am I picking between again? <laughs> You're picking between... Atlas Shrugged and Treasure Island. Yes. I'm going to go with Atlas Shrugged. That's in, in a one point in a one point victory. This is like a this is like a seven over two. This is a clutch game. Seven seed over a two seed, which I had I called two of those correctly this year. Seven over two. So I'm gonna have to go with Atlas Shrugged. All right, Hamlet versus Little Women. Hamlet. I'm sorry. No, I'll go with you on that. I'm with you. I'm shocked. Um. Now the Outsiders versus To Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. John Green has Outsiders here, and I'm just gonna say what failure. What? <laughs> I am. I am not okay with his decision. To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes. Um, Charlotte's Web versus Their Eyes Were Watching God. After that long diatribe, I'm gonna have to stick with. I would the, hope so. The pig that that has a brain. All right. Um, I might go with Their Eyes Were Watching God. Um, but I think it'll be eliminated next round. All right. Then you've got Atlas Shrugged versus Hamlet. Now what are you going to vote for? Hamlet. That's easy. Atlas Shrugged was played out. Seven seed went far enough. Hamlet, which would be my one seed probably. All right. Now I've got – I have Catcher in the Rye versus Hamlet. And I – Catcher in the Rye, man. Catch. Did you ever – no, I'm not even going to ask. I don't even want to know. I'm just going to go with Catcher in the Rye. After you read Hamlet, you don't need to read anything else. Okay. All right. Out, let's see. To Kill a Mockingbird versus Charlotte's Web or Their Eyes Were Watching God. I think that one's clear for me. So what I have? To Kill a Mockingbird and Charlotte's Web? Yeah. Mm. I'll, that is really hard. Two excellent, excellent books. I'll go with To Kill a Mockingbird because of what it means. Yes. To, okay, which now we've got... That, that wasn't very deep. Now you've got... <laughs> because what of it what means. it means. Yeah. To Kill a Mockingbird versus Hamlet. ruh <laughs> Is that what you have? Or is that just No, what I have? I've got To Kill a Mockingbird You go versus, first. This is too hard. This... This, this the, the was a hard... Is, yeah, this was brutal. a tough section. So I've got To Kill a Mockingbird versus Catcher in the Rye, which again is... This was the debate that my friend and I had via email over and over again. Catcher in the Rye or To Kill a Mockingbird? Yes. Okay. To Kill a Mockingbird, though, for me. He, you know, he always voted for Catcher in the Rye. And I, look, I love Catcher in the Rye, but the iconic great American novel is To Kill a Mockingbird. It is, and I'll, I'll have to agree. I think Shakespeare is really unequaled. Well, do you want to move him forward? No, he, he, it's unequaled, but, but um, Hamlet, unfortunately, for all it has to offer... Ends in tragedy, and and it's very you know it's the it's in um, you know foggy land, and and uh, it's a tragedy. To Kill a Mockingbird is the is the true story of humanity and redemption, and for that reason, I'll have to go with To Kill a Mockingbird. Of course, me too. All right, last quadrant. Are you ready? All right. What 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 are our final? Yeah, let's recap. What are our three? All right, so here's who we've got in our final three. Jordan has Alice in Wonderland, Gone with the Wind. Alice in Wonderland is a sleeper. To Kill a Mockingbird. I have Alice in Wonderland, Goodnight Moon, and To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. I think we know who's gonna win. I mean, book-wise, not between me and you. (laughs) This isn't a competition. Always competitive. (laughs) Okay, last quadrant. Here we go. 
The Little Prince versus Breakfast of Champions. I am going to go with The Little Prince. I would agree. Of course. It's a beautiful story. Little Prince. Um, Harold and the Purple Crayon. Mm. Hilarious. Versus... <laughs> it is! What the hell? Why are you laughing? No, it's just a funny word. Well, the, the one word you get hilarious. It is! Okay. Oh. It, it, the illustrations are fantastic. Mm. Okay. Uh, Harold and the Purple Crayon versus Slaughterhouse Five. Ugh. I'll go with Harold and the Purple of Crayon. Of course. Look, this is why you and I really are probably not good at this. The, the children's book is always going to win. We don't well, even have children yet. In a way, both of us are children at heart. That's <laughs> true. That's really true. All right. Harold and the Purple Crayon moves on. All right. Ulysses versus Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Moby Dick, yes. Uh, you know... I don't know. That's like the book that started it all, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Fahrenheit 451 or Pride and Prejudice? You know, I'll go with Pride and Prejudice. Of course. Oh, God, I'll defer. I, not defer, but I, I'll really, I'll go with Pride and Prejudice. Yes, Pride and Prejudice. It's a, Not only is it a classic, it's had all these adaptations, plus... Lizzie Jane. Bennet Diaries. Mm, I love Lizzie Bennet Diaries. I have watched those... <laughs> Without giving a consent, I it's don't think I forced you to watch those. Well, no, but I mean, I've listened to it, and yeah, then, then I have different. to look and see what it is, and it's so I basically compelling. watch them. It is. Look, here's the thing: Pride and Prejudice is a maybe for it's a realistic romance. It's, I mean, to that's me, true. That's yeah, true. there's there's not. I mean, I know people swoon. I think there's I, which I have never. Okay, everybody's. People are going to get mad at me now. I've never actually seen the Colin Firth Pride and Prejudice. It's on my to-do list this summer. Oh, I'm not going to even be able to talk to you. Look, I know you're not going to be upset, but people are listening to this pulling out their hair. Okay, so I've not seen that, but I know people talk about... You may not know this because you probably don't talk to women about this, but women, there's this scene where he comes out of the... How do you know what I talk to women about? Okay, there's this scene where he comes out of the water with like his white shirt like, and he's soaking wet, and apparently women love it. Look, that's not what Pride and Prejudice is. <laughs> it is not Colin Firth's rock hard abs or whatever, which I find hard to envision anyway. It's it's Mr. Darcy is not about abs. I don't Mr. Darcy is an intellectual <laughs> pri, Look, I can't even Okay, it's Pride and Prejudice always. Okay. 1984 versus American Gods. 1984. Yes. Look, this is why this is why we're married. Yeah. We, we, this is why we're married. Okay. Um oh Oh, this is terrible. This is awful. The Great Gatsby versus Huckleberry Finn. I've been Huckleberry waiting for Finn. Huckleberry Finn. Huckleberry Finn. No, Huckleberry the Great Finn. Gatsby. You you, are you picking the Great Gatsby? Yeah, I am. I'm going to pick the Great Gatsby. You put Huckleberry Finn out in the first round. No, I put Tom Sawyer out. In the, uh-uh. I kept Tom Sawyer around for a pretty... No, Huckleberry Finn. Oh, you now. put him out one and done. The Great one Gatsby, though? Do you realize that's a 15 over a 2? No. You just advanced. You just advanced. Great Gatsby is not a 15. You just advanced Manhattan no. over Duke. <laughs> no. No, no, no. The Great Gatsby isn't a 15 seed. I'm, I am going to go with The Great Gatsby. All right. Fair enough. Although, okay, I did have a while back when Great Gatsby came out, the film, the new movie, the recent movie came out. I did have customers come in the store, younger customers, who kept talking about The Great Gatsby as a love story. 
Mm. Great Gatsby is not a love story, everyone. It's partying, right? Yeah. It's the 20s. Well, okay, and it, but it's not okay. It's not even just about partying, okay, Jordan. <laughs> please, <laughs> it's, it's not. Okay. That's why Huckleberry Finn won. No, Great Gatsby is not about partying or romance. Oh my gosh, it's about wealth and abundance and the 1920s and the culture of America and uh, oh I love this book I can't I'm just okay oh, I, but I love that was Huckleberry an unfair Finn. matchup no this it really that was, was that was one of those where you, where you watch two teams all year and you think I'm gonna put them both in the final yes. four and then and then the committee deals you a hard blow and puts them yeah in, we're in the calling game. you out out of print clothing company that was a terrible in fact let me just say I'm looking here at John Green's bracket and he says cruel choice it is but you know what that that is true to March Madness although I will say so I put forward the Great Gatsby and he put forward Huckleberry Finn all the way to his final four correct well either of these teams could go to the final four let's be honest all right very hungry caterpillar or here we go Romeo and Juliet oh no (laughs) no no tough choice no that's brutal really brutal I don't think it's brutal I'm not a fan of suicide so okay You saying Romeo and Juliet about suicide is is like me saying The Great Gatsby is about partying. I can't. I can't with Romeo and Juliet. I cannot. Shakespeare is a complete genius, and so is Eric Carley, by the way. Eric Carl Jordan Carley. No Carl. That's how I've always heard it. Do no, you grew up in Alabama? No, yeah. QED. Eric Carl. I'm gonna, I, I apologize. I'm gonna go with. Um, Ugh, I love the hungry. Make very a choice. Hungry I'm gonna go with Romeo and Juliet. And oh, happy go... dagger! This be thy sheath. Okay. okay, I'm gonna go with Very Hungry Caterpillar by Eric Carle. Um, one, <laughs> one flew over the cuckoo's nest versus versus Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Now, why couldn't I know? Okay. I don't understand Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, I'll go with you on that one. All right, which brings us to The Little Prince versus Harold and the Purple Crayon. Harold and the Purple Crayon. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Um, Moby Dick versus Pride and Prejudice. That's tough. I'm going to go with Pride and Prejudice. I am too. Um, 1984 versus The Great Gatsby or Huckleberry Finn. Huckleberry Finn. And I'll move forward with The Great Gatsby. I'm riding Huckleberry Finn's coattails. All right, Hungry Caterpillar or Romeo and Juliet versus Hitchhiker. Romeo and Juliet. And I'll go Caterpillar. All right, which then means we've got... Oh, gee, 42 this is, where is the tough. answer to everything. Harold and the Purple Crayon versus Pride and Prejudice. For both of us? Yeah. Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. That's not hard. That's not hard. What's that, Elite Eight? Yeah, Pride yeah, and Prejudice that's, that's to hard. the Elite Eight. Well done, Jane Austen. I'm yeah. sure she'd be thrilled. Um, okay. She wouldn't even know what basketball is, would she? No, that was a joke. <laughs> okay, Huckleberry Finn um, for you, Great Gatsby for me versus Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Basically, you've had to come down to the Brits versus the Americans in the past couple. You had to choose Hamlet versus To Kill a Mockingbird. You know what? This time I'm going to go with the Brits. Romeo You're and Juliet. You're going to make Romeo and mm-hmm. Juliet move forward instead of Hamlet. Oh, absolutely. Not not only. Well, no, no. It, it's not. If if Hamlet and Romeo and Juliet were head to head, I would advance Hamlet because it's a deeper, better story. But Hamlet was up against I forget To Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird and Romeo and Juliet's up against Ooh. Who did I just advance them over? <laughs> I'm I'm Finn. doing this all in my mind, folks. I can't. And I'm we, not doing it. Yeah, very we well. haven't written this down, so forgive us. Huckleberry Finn. Oh, Huckleberry yeah. Uh, that that's hard, but t- to be honest, 
Tom Sawyer is my favorite between Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. I, know, I disagree with my wife on that one. And Hamlet's better than Romeo and Juliet, but Romeo and Juliet against Huckleberry Finn, I'm going to have to advance Romeo and Juliet. To, uh, Shakespeare deserves that. All right, and I've got... I have a Shakespeare tie. I've got great guests. <laughs> he does, that he wears to work. The librarians love it. <laughs> okay, um, I've got Great Gatsby versus The Very Hungry Caterpillar, and I'm, of course, going to move forward Great Gatsby, which then brings us to... You've got Romeo and Juliet versus Pride and Prejudice, and I've got The Great Gatsby versus Pride and Prejudice. Is this for the, fi- for the final four? For the final four. Like, f- to move to the final four. What, what, what did I have again? Pride, Pride and Prejudice and Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. I, I'm Romeo and Juliet. Oh. No. No. I am going to move forward Pride and Prejudice. I should have said a Romeo and Juliet quote every time I advanced them. Let's not. Two star-crossed lovers. All right, so here here are our final four. Jordan, okay. your final four. Alice in Wonderland, Gone with the Wind, To Kill a Mockingbird, and Romeo and Juliet. What a feminine final four you have. I really do. It's true. It's true. <laughs> okay. And I have Alice in Wonderland, Goodnight Moon, To Kill a Mockingbird, and Pride and Prejudice. All right. Who's your top two? Well, who, who faces whom? All right. So you've got Alice in Wonderland versus Goodnight Moon. Or have you have them versus Gone with the Wind. You have Alice versus Gone with the Wind. Oh. I have To Kill a Mockingbird versus Pride and Prejudice. I'm gonna. Um, I'm pleased. I'm rel- I'm relatively pleased with my final four. I think Hamlet should be in there, but he he got nixed. I don't think Goodnight um, Moon should be in my final four, but I advanced it anyway. Sometimes the competition just isn't great in one region, and you have to go with the best of those. Yeah. Um, All right. I know my final two. Can you? Show me. Again, folks, I'm, I'm just thinking about We're this. We're both it's visual. Hard to just it bracket. is hard. Okay, so you've okay. got Alice versus my... Gone with the Wind, okay. and then you've got To Kill a Mockingbird versus Romeo and Juliet. Okay, I'm going to advance To Kill a Mockingbird. I should hope so. Over Romeo. Finally, um, I'm going to advance. I don't and you pick know, Shakespeare. And I love Pride and Prejudice, but I'm going to advance To Kill a Mockingbird. And then I'll advance. Um, man, as much as Alice in Wonderland meant to me, I'm going to advance Gone with the Wind. It's a classic. It's it's a it's there for a reason. And and here's the other thing. Alice in Wonderland, I have found maybe maybe you disagree. I've found that it doesn't have as much of a universal appeal as a lot of other books. Like it's kind of the weird kids that like Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> you know, like Eat Me and you know, it's almost like he was on drugs no, when he wrote the thing. Don't say that. Well, it's it's don't, it's I very like it. it's very wondrous. It's well, very you wondrous. You can be wondrous and not be on drugs. You can, you can. We we both prove that every day. Um, <laughs> but but I'm gonna have to go with Gone with the Wind. All right. Well, I think we've got. Okay, this is when I'm looking at my bracket and thinking, how did I wind up here? Because I have in my final two To Kill a Mockingbird versus Alice in Wonderland, and I like. How did Alice you get in, Alice in Wonderland in your final bracket? I picked them over. I picked them over Goodnight Moon. I picked. I keep saying them. I picked Alice over Goodnight Moon. How did you not have Pride and Prejudice ultimately? You had that to pick To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, okay. I had to pick yeah. To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. Yeah. I, so, but I, I'm looking at To Kill a Mockingbird, and they're basically Kentucky, and Alice in Wonderland is like 
Michigan Butler. State or yeah, even lower. Yeah. yeah. Well, Manhattan. It's like it's like these. Yeah. So I don't know how Alice wound up so far, but okay. that's my final two. And your final two is To Kill a Mockingbird versus Gone with the Wind, which makes a lot more sense. Okay. So what's the best? To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes, of course. How yeah. did I know we would get here from there? Yeah. Forty-seven minutes, and of course, To Kill a Mockingbird. Look, when a team top. is thirty and zero. No, I'm sorry. Thirty-two and zero. That's right. Going into to um, the big dance. You got to go with them. And I picked Kentucky to win it all. I'm picking to kill Mockingbird to win it all. Me too. Um, I will tell you, it is fun to look at John Green's bracket. It'd be fun to look at everybody's bracket. Um, but it's just because I love seeing what other people have. But he actually oh. has Hamlet versus Jane Eyre in wow. his final two. And Hamlet as the champion. I have to... The man knows his champion. Yeah, he does. I like John Green. All right. So if you guys are interested in following along with Book Madness this March, you can actually follow them on um, Twitter or Facebook. They've got a hashtag, hashtag OOP Book Madness, um, hashtag out of print Book, book Madness. Um, they also have a website, www.outofprintclothing.com. Um, we'll put links to it in our show notes. And as usual, you can follow along the conversation we're having um, at Bookshelf Tville on Twitter and Instagram and Bookshelf Thomasville on Facebook. We'd love to hear your comments. I'd love to know who you guys would put in your final four. So if you want to reach out to us, I'd love to hear your comments. Thanks, Jordan, for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it. I enjoyed it. All right. Thanks, you guys. Talk to you soon.